Welcome to season two of my podcast. I thought the perfect starting place would be to discuss artificial intelligence and what it means for the future of photography and that of most creative jobs. Fundamentally, this discussion comes down to one single grand question. What does it mean to be human? If you have ever tried AI tools such as GTP3, DALI or Midjourney, then you have seen how powerful AI is. We may readily speculate if jobs traditionally performed by people will, at some point, if not already, be performed by computers. As an example, consider a radiologist. As proven, AI can be trained to detect cancers considerably more accurately than most radiologists. GTP3 can finish an incomplete article for you while adhering to your style. You can write verbal prompts for a musical composition or generate stunning images by just typing a simple one-phrase command in mid-journey. How do all of this work? Well, in not that different of a manner than the way the human mind works. What is creativity after all? We abstract patterns and reapply patterns. Creativity is the trainable skill of consolidating information and trying out new combinations. I would like to address this episode to all artists, but I want to primarily focus on photographers. I invite you to imagine this thought experiment. It's not hard to imagine that in the future there will be a tripod-attached iPhone placed in a wedding ceremony, which, with the power of AI, will turn in various directions, locate interactions, match specific scenes with a vast database of wedding-related imagery, and then, once it finds things that match what it expects wedding photography to be, to zoom in and take a stunning photo. Also, it's not hard to imagine the same with the use of several tiny drones zooming around the wedding. Don't worry about safety for now, that's just a detail that can easily be resolved. The drone could even have a speaker and talk to guests, asking to take their photo or even direct the couple into amazing posing. The drone could even be equipped with a screen in the front so it can imitate basic emotions like smile, be cute, etc. None of this is science fiction. All of these features, in one way or another, have been implemented in separate fields, and all you'd have to do is put them together in one single device. Posing is not an art. It's a craft. It's a repeatable process based on a visual vocabulary we learn by acquiring patterns that we observed in other photographs. So there you go. With this imaginary AI photography and drone technology, you can have not one, but 20 photographers covering an event. And I could argue, if they're trained with millions of previous photographs taken by human photographers over the years, they probably could do an equally good or even better job than most photographers do. Or could they? And this brings us to the fundamental question. 
What is it that photographers really do? Our real problem concerning technological disruption is not the technology itself or its potential to disrupt. It's a problem of education. How can we prepare ourselves for our future? Because if AI can outperform you at what you're training yourself at, then you're preparing yourself for a weak future. This is not the first time that a new technology came to disrupt. When photography was invented, artists all around rushed to discredit it. But it wasn't long before artists pivoted in finding new ways to express themselves. Disruptions happen multiple times through each generation. AI is not the first disruption of our lifetime. The internet was a disruption. It disrupted the way we consume music, the way we produce research, how we communicate, and even the way we date. The steam engine gave rise to the Industrial Revolution. Gutenberg's invention disrupted the way knowledge is reproduced and consumed. But I want to talk specifically about photography. For the sake of simplicity, let's break down the act of taking a photo in these oversimplified tasks. 1. A photographer is an observer, someone who is able to see a scene and find interesting aspects in it, doing her best not to affect the scene itself. And 2. A photographer is a motivator. She has an active role in changing the scene to suit her creative goal. Can AI do any of these two tasks as well as a human? Well, let's just see a few examples where a photographer acts as an observer or as a motivator. AI is very able to memorize and match patterns based on what people find interesting. Because an AI photographer can be trained by thousands of past examples of what interesting is, within a specific genre always, and it simply can look for them in the scenes unfolding around. Computers are pattern matching machines, that's what they do best. Humans are also pattern-matching machines, only slower and easily distracted by environmental stimuli. Therefore, there is no doubt that the camera equipped with AI placed on a tripod in an avenue in Paris will be able to anticipate interesting visuals and trigger the shutter just the right moment to take a photograph of great interest, just like any good street photographer would. Or, better yet, imagine a tiny drone camera roaming around. Now, a good example of a photographer as a motivator is when a photographer needs to interact with people. A good example is posing a couple. In fact, I believe it will not be long before we see the first AI posing up. Because AI, when fed with enough posing references in the vocabulary, it will be able to direct people to pose equally well as a human photographer. So you see, both of these are skills. Skills mean that they are trainable, and if humans can learn them, then AI can do too. But here is the silver lining. AI can refurbish existing stories and images to create something new. It cannot create what the future will look like. The reason is because it cannot be original. In other words, it cannot create meaning. And therefore, it cannot create in the true sense of the word.
create means to bring something new into existence, something that breaks the mold, that surprises us. So when I use Dali and I ask it to create the image of a pianist flying in a golden cloud, in fact, you can see the image in my blog, that's stemming from my human need to communicate something. For Dali, this image is 100% meaningless. AI cannot understand the political, cultural and economic climates that lend themselves to the subtle stirring of restlessness by the reference to even a simple object. Take the found art movement. Duchamp is the artist famous for taking a toilet and hanging it on a museum wall. Is it still a urinal or is it a symbol? For Dali, it is a urinal. Not that it even knows what a urinal is used for. For Duchamp, though, that urinal was a symbol, the conceptual conflict of the sanctity of art and an ordinary object that inspires disgust, thus inviting the viewer to reconsider both the urinal and the art itself. You see, meaning can only be assigned by humans with their complex range of emotional and cultural frameworks. This is where humans excel, in assigning meaning. AI has as much emotional and cultural framework as a paintbrush or a tube of paint. Therefore, here is the amazing repercussion of AI to creativity. It begs for a redefinition of what creativity and art is, and how we educate ourselves in order to become good photographers or good artists. Because if we see art and creativity as us merely engaging with a skill set required for writing, painting, photography, etc., then AI will always be better. But if we see art and creativity as the need to communicate a vision and cause a change in the world, then this is something that only humans can do. Art exists to push our sense of good taste one step further. What is good taste? If you are able to know what people need or want 10 seconds before they do, this is the definition of good taste. Those 10 seconds account for the unexpected surprise that is art. AI does not possess the sense of good taste. It only knows what has already existed, not that which will be, or could be, or should be. Our human job should be to always push the horizons of humanity one step further and let AI do the repetitive, mundane job of putting together what already has been. Humans are for the what will be, AI for the what has already been. Here is the bland reality. People will abuse AI's true potential in order to create lazily. They will write quick captions, blogs, of which the sole existence is SEO, maybe even write quick books and wall art of the generic type. But this does not require AI. As an example, people have been using crowdsourcing platforms for years now in order to outsource writing and graphics to people who do it quickly and with little emotional labor. Here is another example. There is a small neighborhood within Shenzhen called Daffen Village where 90% of mass reproductions of famous art is made, all painted quickly and by hand. At least now, if someone is looking for pretty art to hang in their living room, 
all they have to do is recite a quick prompt and AI will create something unique for them. Here is the very optimistic view of our future. Think of artificial intelligence as the collective consciousness of humanity. AI has digested much of humanity's output and placed it online and made it accessible to all. Everyone can now communicate an idea through beautiful imagery, even if they cannot draw. Anyone can now communicate with text, even if they are not writers. Everyone can now access the skill set and tools developed by the entire humanity. This is what AI is. The total manifestation of humanity's skills, our collective output, available to be used again and again. And now that we can use AI to do the mundane things for us, humanity can hopefully focus more of its time and energy in doing what it does best, adding into the collective consciousness of humankind by creating with more intention and better taste. It will maybe take an entire new generation and a radical restructuring of our educational systems before we are able to truly understand all this on a systemic level. That AI is a tool and that all this time we have sadly been teaching people, children, artists, scientists, photographers, the wrong skills the kind of skills that AI could do better. But this is a topic for a different episode. Let's go back to photography again. Now we need to think anew what it is that we as photographers are supposed to be doing. Because if what we are doing is simply capturing good pictures and memorizing posing prompts, then sooner or later we will be replaced by AI self-navigating cameras and posing apps. Yes, we will. They will be created. What cannot replace a photographer, however, is the human connection she and only she can create. There will always be place for humanity's empathy. And finally, AI will hopefully convince photographers and all artists to redefine what their real job is which is to establish an unbroken thread with others, to provoke astonishment, to make good art that makes people understand the value of humanity and causes them to dream in ways they never thought possible before, enables empathy and changes them in a significant and profound way. This is art's ultimate purpose. So now more than ever, it is time for a photographer to start thinking how they can become artists more than walking tripods for a camera. To conclude, AI does not create art, just like Stephen King's pencil did not write his novels. Art requires the intentional intervention of a human. With AI, even if someone lacks the skills to draw or write, they can now share a vision. In the deep sense of the word art, however, it is unlikely to probably impossible that AI can create something so profoundly surprising that it will stretch our understanding of human nature, simply because AI cannot but replicate what has already been, not what could be. Because AI remains and will likely remain unaware of itself, it lacks what a philosopher would call self-consciousness. But then again, here is the sad reality. 
Most of the photographers out there are unfortunately perfectly content when they have acquired the skill set of those who came before them, rather than creating something profoundly surprising. Most photographers and artists alike are content to be skilled, but not visionaries. Like I always say, it is too easy to sell ice cream on the beach. It is too easy to sell the generic type of photography, the generic type of wall art, the Zara type of fashion. Zig Ziglar once said, don't become a wandering generality, be a meaningful, specific. You see, what we need to do as artists is carve a space for ourselves which is so specific that it speaks to just very few people. This is the intentional approach to creativity where you seek to deeply understand those few that you serve and surprise them with your good taste. Good taste, the ability to know what your people need 10 seconds before they do, is a human characteristic. It is what builds the future. Your job as an artist is to create the future. You're neither a walking tripod for your camera nor a posing up. You're someone with a powerful tool in your hand. But more importantly, you have to become someone with a powerful vision in your heart. What is your vision? How are you looking to make humanity better? If nothing else, the rise of AI applications should be a wake-up call. That, yes, we can acquire skills, but it is vision that the world needs. People, at least the kind of people that you really want to serve, will always gravitate towards the photographer with a strong sense of vision rather than the technically perfect one. So, can we stop being a wandering generality? Can we stop seeing ourselves as walking tripods? Can we look deeply in ourselves and wonder, how are we using all this power we possess in order to bring the future better lives, turn on a light switch for everyone to see better? We are humans. What a privilege. Unlike any other animal, at least any I'm aware of, we possess the power to create our future. Thanks for listening.